It's showtime. Hey now! Hey now! Good morning, everybody! I am shot out of a can this morning with my one cup of Dunkin' Donuts coffee! That's right! Oh, I hate getting up in the morning! Why do we do this? Oh, let me tell you, and I have such gas, Robin! Oh! <laughs> this week, we are reviewing the Howard Stern Show. You know, the premise of this show, Croge, is that we make fun of other people's creative work. You know I invented this concept, Croge. <laughs> right. I invented the concept of making fun of people's creative endeavors. I got an award for it in 1982. Uh, I'm, oh, shit, my soundboard just died. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, Mystery Science Theater ripped me off, Croge. That's right. That's right. I invented this whole concept. Let me uh, try to reboot my soundboard here. That sucked. Um, all right, so this week we're talking about Howard Stern show. Croge and I have both listened to a bunch of episodes. That's right. And I want to get into it because we both have a ton of clips to get into. I am a huge fan of Howard Stern. You are a fan or used to be a fan. I'm a, I'm, I'm officially a former fan. A former fan. Listening to it this week just drove that home. Really? Holy shit of what I have not been missing. It's been about two years since I was a regular listener. So I'm not going to let this happen again, because when you came on here and we did Adam Carolla, you had the exact same spiel. Yes. I'm a former fan, loved the guy for 20 years, don't like him anymore, and you convinced me to stop listening. I had to stop listening to Adam Carolla. You're not going to do this to me on Howard Stern. (laughs) We'll see. I'm going to continue to listen to Howard Stern. You know what's weird is I assume that anyone listening to this show Mm -hmm. is familiar with the Howard Stern show, but probably... Doesn't know what's been going on for the past 10 years or so. Yeah, well, he's been on satellite 10, 12 at this yeah. point. Oh, and, 2006. And I, I get the feeling that since he moved to satellite, there were some hardcore people that went along with him. A lot of those people have now dropped off. Yeah. I used to be able to have a conversation about what happened on Howard Stern this morning. Oh, yeah. With almost everybody in my social group. Oh, yeah. Oh, and now I have to keep that shit to myself. There's nobody yeah. I know who listens to Howard Stern or knows what's going on. Oh, I, I remember people I work with. Be like, oh, dude, you hear Howard this morning? And right. Like, oh, yeah. It was, it was at band practice. It was at work. It was like all day long. I could just talk about... What's going? Oh, what's going to happen tomorrow when Arnie comes back on yeah. the show? You know, whatever was going on. Yeah, yeah. And now there's just none of that. Um, so let's get into some uh, some clips here. Uh, I do want to talk about when he went to satellite. There was a concern that it was just going to be a lot of gratuitous swearing. Yeah. Like, oh, there's no more FCC, so now he's just going to be using F-bombs and C-bombs and, you know, the gloves are off. Yeah. And let me tell you that that is, turned out to be 100% true. This yeah. is a uh, a song uh, featuring his limo driver, Ronnie. Anybody uh, want a musical break from Ronnie? <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> It's over the top. Oh, now it's so funny because I pulled the exact same thing. <laughs> you really? It's, I listened to most of the episodes from May. 
okay. so far this month. Yeah. And I tried to pull clips from a bunch of different episodes. Um, I had a feeling that we wouldn't have a lot of uh, redundant clips. Yeah. Because there's so much to pull from. Yeah, but, a lot of material. Uh, well, and it's weird because he'll he'll still get into, listen, I was moving my bowels or I was making duty or I, yeah, you know right, I mean? right, like right. using the word penis <laughs> over and over again as if he was still on terrestrial and radio. Then, and then he goes right to cut, cut, yeah. cut, cut, cut. And, and that is a toe tapper. I'll give him that. I mean. So Ronnie has become... The biggest deal on the show, which is super annoying. Ronnie is not an interesting person, but for some reason, he confessed that he likes to take a dildo up his ass, and now he's the most important part of the show. One of the ways you become an important part of the show is that someone starts doing an impression of you. Yeah. And so, uh, Fred, who I love, Fred is the guy who plays out the drops. Still a genius. Still a genius. Amazing. Fred has this Ronnie impression that he does, and I I gotta tell you, Crozier, I really like the Howard Stern show, but... (laughs) Listening to this clip in isolation, yeah, I realize that this is just some morning zoo. Yeah, I'll stop and I'll yeah. just like soak. Stop and you just soak. Yeah, I'll just sit yeah. Yeah. I let my meat marinate. Exactly. I tell you, I'm not. A, I'm not the same kind of dude you guys are. <laughs> oh my God. Well, maybe. It, All right. I, it almost sounds like a man cow. Yeah. Clip. I'm listening back, I'm like, holy shit, Howard's fake laughing over the top. Robin is cackling non-fucking-stop. Yeah. It's a morning zoo! It's, it's, yeah, it's bad. One more thing real quick, and then, and then we can move on to something else. But, of course. So, Robin Quivers, the newswoman, is a narcissist Ooh. who adds nothing to the show, only detracts from the show. She's yeah. terrible in every single way. Oh, yes. And you know that a bit has run its course when Robin starts getting in on the action. Yeah. So this Ronnie thing earlier this month was going on for eight and a half hours. Yep. They're just talking to Ronnie and, and playing Ronnie songs. And then Robin thinks she can get in on the act and start joking around with the guys. Yeah, I bought a spatula in her ass. Yeah. Yeah, I was cooking. I took the spatula. Yeah. Yeah. She tried it. Yeah. All right, I've had enough of this. <laughs> Have you ever tried the egg beater? Ugh. Oof. Robin doing a Ronnie impression <laughs> with a joke that is a flat. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, it's pretty flat. All right. I've been hogging the spotlight. What do you, what do you got here, Chris? Well, uh, since we're talking about Ronnie. Yes. Can we talk about how much of the Stern show now is just straight up gross shit? Yes. Like, just straight up gross right. shit. Right. Not funny or interesting, just gross. J- j- yeah. J- not funny, not interesting. You hit that nail right on the head. <laughs> So, why don't you hit number five? This is actually from that same conversation. This is our friend Brent, who is a producer on the show now. Right. What are Brent Hatley's tips for making a woman orgasm? If you're licking her, you use the two-finger cul-de-sac technique. Ah, tell us. What is the two-fingered cul-de-sac technique? Let's say that the woman is on her stomach. So, you use your two fingers. And then what? And you press down at about five o'clock mm-hmm. and those there's a little spongy thing there that's the g-spot i see you press on that but not with a little bit of pressure with a lot of pressure <sighs> and that will give her a g-spot orgasm like if she's never felt that before she's gonna go crazy oh now after listening to that i may never have an erection ever again in my life that well is, especially because i know what brent looks like yeah it's <laughs> he's not, not an attractive man i do not want to hear him talking about sex now since we're talking about that, Ronnie is in his late 60s. Yes. Howard is in his mid-60s. And there's just something about senior citizens talking sex that is just 
so awful. Do you mind hitting my number six, pretty please? So wait a second. So you you did the two finger cul-de-sac. So you, but put I it, didn't call it that. So what do you do? You put your finger in on on, on uh, the, the eleven o'clock, and then you yeah, gotta and you, you gotta, gotta get pressure. You gotta go up on it and put pressure on, like rub it a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then you put your tongue in the ash chimney, and then you've got a liquor ash chimney. You got a liquor. Yeah. You got a liquor clit while you're pressing on the juice. Oh my god, yeah. I have to do that too. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to lick a clit. You don't have to, but you can it, get her off without licking a clit. That's correct. See, I told you, man, I know this. Yes, you can. But <laughs> licking her clit enhances it, right or wrong. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that's so fucking... Uh, again, this is a bunch of senior citizens just... just. Oh, my God. I was puking into a bucket trying it to get It reminds me of... I was, uh, I was driving home from Syracuse, or I was driving back to work from Syracuse, and I had a, uh, a colleague of mine in my car... And I was just playing the Howard Stern show because that's what I do as I drive. Yeah. And it was one of these types of conversations that came out, and I realized how cringy this shit is. If uh, I'm listening to this in headphones and I'm walking on the supermarket, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But as soon as somebody else is nearby and this is going on, like, oh my god, this is so uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't want uh, anyone to talk about licking this woman's clit ever again. Oh, Please just stop. It. Especially not a 70-year-old fucking guy. Like, oof, <laughs> oof. And I'll give you a break on this, I promise. But yeah. this goes into how gross the show is, but also how goddamn funny Fred is. Fred is in charge of the sound effects. Yes. And he throws shit in there. Just spur the moment that's fucking great. So quick. Can you hit my number seven pretty please? You can actually stimulate the cervix by tapping it we're slightly rubbing it. Come Robin on. can verify oh, this. Dude, I know about that. That's all the way in the, up in there. Yeah, you got to be up a pussy. You got to shove your hand yeah. all the way up in there. That's like yeah. the North Dakota just, part of just, the pussy. You just revolve your hand around that little nub. That, it's like a nub. <laughs> there's, there's an upper altitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, well, a nub, there's a nub. <laughs> but neither of you, you might know about it, but neither of you, you mentioned cervical. Her, you can actually feel her come out of that. Yeah, 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 she's what? quartz. You can make her come like that. Oh, God. <laughs> and now that first voice that we heard there was Benji. Yes. And like I had a bunch of clips of like Benji comes in, he makes no sense, and then they're like, Benji, you make no sense, and then he starts yelling at everybody, and I'm like, this oh god, it's so it's the opposite of entertainment. It is the one hundred and eighty degrees away. Benji has has definitely lost it. And thankfully, Oof. he's no longer on the show, barely at all. Yeah. Anytime Benji wants to come in he used to be in the studio, anytime he wants to come into the studio and talk, they usually put the Nick's on it and say, no, no, yeah. that's fine. We don't need Benji in here. I did want to play, since we're talking about Ronnie, and then we'll move on. Yeah. Ronnie has just been the feature act oh. on the show. And they talk about, because there's so many Ronnie songs, that they could have a Broadway musical. Oh, Ronnie no. revealed that he likes to take things and put them in his ass. And this has inspired a bunch of songs. And I think we have enough songs now that we could actually do a Ronnie show on Broadway. Is that right? Okay, so that's the setup, oh, right? Here right. we go. So now, now it's time to start playing all the Roddy songs. They're going to be part of this musical. Nothing you could say could make my cock spray like wet cunt. Oh. Wet red cunt. Oh. Nothing you can do makes me shoot my goo like wet cunt. Yeah, cunt. Weave my tongue through. Imagine like half the audience has already left the theater. Like They thought they were coming to a real show. So that sounds terrible because you got Ronnie trying to sing this song and it's 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 god awful. But lest you think there isn't production going on, then it, it crescendos. Nothing you can plow could make for better child than wet cum. Let's hear it. That's it. No type of clit feels better on my dick than wet cum. 
Sweat con. Yeah. All right. Oof. I think you get the point. Now, I don't know. When I was a kid and we, like, first learned about swear words. Yeah. That's what we did, except right. we didn't have Pro Tools. If we would have had Pro Tools, it would have sounded 100% exactly like that. It, I don't know who this is for, because yeah. Howard's become this weirdo PC guy yeah. who can't use the word retard anymore, even though he used to have featured uh, whack packers whose name had the word retard in it. Yeah. But then he goes off on these tangents where the C word is the, the punchline for two hours straight. Yeah. Here's more Roddy uh, Broadway music. Oh, good. Howard, over here. You turn a dull show into a hit. You got that right. Mine. Yeah, oh yeah. By sticking rubber down oh. where you shit. Right in my fucking hole. Ronnie Mine. <laughs> Who thought a limo driver could be the biggest pervert on my staff? Hey, where'd you assholes come from? Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, this is what's going on. This Broadway musical about putting things in your butthole, um, and that continues on. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just going to play this uh, this clip here. All right, assholes, this is going to be fucking nuts. Let's fucking sing it. Your charm and your wit. Yeah, it's the best. It's like there's too much work that goes into these shit jokes. Yeah, it's like, Ooh. hey guys, I got a premise. This guy put a, a dildo in his butthole once. Let's write all these songs about it. Um, just Let, one, one yeah. last. This is like the, the big hit number from the Broadway show. Oh, I can't wait to hear I it. I know. It's probably going to sound exactly the same as the last thing I just played. I'm going to lick your boobs, your ass, your thighs. And did I mention cunt? Hello, oh. boys. Let's hear it. That limo driving elf is gone. Ronnie, sing it. Cock rings are flying off the shelf when they're around. Yeah. Ronnie, now here's a tip that'll make you sick. Shove a Roman candle up your twat. Oh, what the fuck? How did the show turn into this? That's a good question, <laughs> my what's, man. What's interesting is Howard Stern has become the best interviewer in the world. And it was never like this before. When he had his show in the 80s and 90s, he couldn't get celebrities to come on because he was such a douchebag. Yeah. Which was great. But now he has A-list celebrities on. Yeah. And he does an amazing job interviewing them. And then in between, he plays these fucking Roddy songs about wet cunt. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. Well, and then when he's not doing that, he has them in to discuss that very topic. Right. Um, I got a few more clips on this gross streak but i'm gonna spare you we got ronnie talking about natural juices we got howard who's 65 actually like rubbing you oh, okay yeah we got howard who's 65 talking about his cum tissues floating in the toilet we oh got, you want to talk about that we know okay we got callers calling in and uh, talking about squirting on the couch it's fucking awful but you don't want to play any of these clips no i'm gonna okay. save you i'm All sparing right. you you're gonna thank me later i appreciate it but if there's one thing and you know this about me. If there's one thing I like better than senior citizens talking sex, it's fat guys talking about shitting. Can you play my number 12? He How has... soon do you shit after that movie experience with the fries and the pretzel? You know, my body is used to the rigors I put it through. I mean, no. I, I, I peed after the movie. I went home. I'm sure I took a shit when I got home, but it wasn't wow. like I was racing to do it. So that's Jason. Yeah. He's a 350-plus pound guy. Yeah. He went to a movie and ate a bunch of shit, and of course... The question on everybody's fucking mind is, well, how soon did you shit after that? 
And this that that is the that's the nugget of of entertainment out of a, like a twenty minute segment, Carl. Right. That was fucking brutal getting through that. Oh, yeah, man. Jason Kaplan's not an interesting person. No, and shitting's not that interesting of a topic. It's I not. hate to say. See, you're doing this to me again, Carl. Because here's what I was gonna say. Howard is amazing at making you care about things you shouldn't care about. He has a whole cast of characters on the show, like JD and Sal and, and all these people that for some reason I care about what's going on in their lives. And I don't know why that is. Yeah. And he's done a good job this year bringing the guys in and having them all kind of shooting the shit. And it's been fun. It's a little morning zoo-ish, but it's been fun and, yeah. and interesting. But you can't make every single person interesting. Jason is not an interesting person. No. At uh, all. And, and, you know, another one of the topics I really wanted to get into is how fucking boring the show is, dude. It's, okay. It was fucking crawling for me. Yeah, I know. Because he's filling four hours, three days a week. He's gotten down to three days a week. Yeah. But you can really tell that he's trying to fill four hours because Ooh. nothing goes by quickly. Ew. If he introduces something, that's going to be what we're doing for the next hour. No. Can I... Play a few things here. And I apologize because these clips are too long. Yeah. And I was noticing as I was clipping in my head, I clip too much just to get the context in there. It's like 30 seconds, 40 seconds. I know. Yeah. It's long, but oh. So this was going to be my summary of the show. Okay. This is the only thing I pulled off the internet as opposed to listening from an actual episode. This was an hour-long radio segment that Howard TV distilled into a two-minute video segment that I knocked down to 15 seconds. <laughs> the voices you're going to hear are Howard and his wife, Beth. This is my number one. Okay. All right. These kittens live in my house. Yeah, I love them all. I, you know, it's very funny. Boring. Is this, this boring to your listeners? No, I don't no. know. Howard's oh. wife, who is not a professional broadcaster, right. turns to him and says, after 45 minutes of discussing kittens, they brought in an adoptive family to take kittens, or t they gave the kittens kisses live on the air. Yeah. His wife turns to him and says, is this boring to your listeners? My answer to that is yes. And by yes, I mean fuck yes. Oh, my God. So his wife, Beth O, is, she doesn't have any kids. She never had kids. Mm -hmm. So she fills that void in her life with animals. And here's a clip of uh, Howard once again talking about Beth and her cats. Oh, boy. But my wife is on Instagram, and I'm on that a lot. With her, and we we introduce people to different cats that needs home that needs homes. So, mm -hmm. really, the most social media is when I'm sitting there with cats or kittens that are in our home, and I'll go here, give me that camera, and I'll introduce them to the audience. It's so bizarre. Oh. This the show's become an infomercial for foster kittens. Yeah, because Howard, in his ridiculously huge apartment in Manhattan, yeah, must have. 300 cats yeah. in there at any given time running around because Beth has to, has so many voids in her life. There's no way, and I hate to say this, there's no way they're a happily married couple. You can't imagine, I right? I can't imagine because Howard is such a douchebag and so much older than her. Yeah. And she was a model. Uh, I don't know how attractive she is, but yeah, she's got a she got a rocking bod. She, you know, I'm sure she could do a little bit better than uh, a guy like Howard Stern, well, right? She seems like a socially successful human being. Like Correct. she has friends, she likes to go out, she enjoys <laughs> the company of human beings. She like, also seems like she's a millennial when I hear this clip. My wife's on the phone all the time. I even say to her, "Hey, let's go for a walk and no phones." And she says, "What are you crazy?" Well, yeah, and she goes, "Well, I'm doing important work. I'm I'm getting I'm getting cat I'm saving cats' lives and saving <laughs> animals and and getting them adopted." And I go, "Oh, okay. It's hard to argue with that." 
My yeah. wife follows Beth on Instagram because my wife uses Instagram just to watch videos of kittens and puppies. Oh, oh that's why the internet was invented, Exactly. Right? All day long. And so I, I look over her shoulder from time to time. I see what's going on here. <clears throat> Beth Stern is on her phone all day long every day. Yeah. Just posting pictures of these stupid cats and these kittens. And I find that to be a reprehensible way to live your life by staring at this little screen in your hand all day long. It must be very frustrating for Howard. And I got a little look into Howard's psyche. Yeah. He had Cardi B on the show. And then <clears throat> later on during the news segment, somebody called in to talk about Cardi B. And he mentioned why he thinks that she'd be the perfect girlfriend. I know what he means. I mean, she's um, very good looking. she got a job, you know. <laughs> Th- those are his criteria. Good looking and have a job. Are yep. you listening, Beth? Get a fucking job. She does nothing but hang out with cats all day and is on Instagram. And I was like, oh. okay, enough of this fucking horse shit. Oh. Go do something with your life. But you could tell just from that comment. This, I've never heard a guy describe why a chick is attractive by saying she has a job. <laughs> Amazing! You got a point there. You don't say. Listen, uh, I want to get back to how boring it is, but since we're talking about the psychology of Howard Stern, can yes. you throw off number twenty-six, please? I'd love to. But I'm, I'm, I'm I live the life of a baby. People take care of me all day. <laughs> I'm completely sequestered. I don't know where I am. I have no sense of that. Now, back in the day, what was great about the Stern Show for me, anyway, was like. He was kind of a relatable guy, you yes, know what I mean? Right. He was married. He was the, the everyman. Yeah, he was very. He was sexually frustrated, mm-hmm. but he was funny about it. He would have awkward interactions with people he worked with or people he talked to in the street or whatever. And like he would tell these stories, and you could almost picture yourself there, not as you know a radio guy, but just as a fucking human being that interacts with other people. Now the show is literally like I'm locked in my fucking basement on my, you know, on the internet or whatever, and he, like he doesn't like to leave his house. Unless he's hanging out with A-list celebrities yeah. in Mexico or well, something. And his stories are like, my limo driver was taking me to work this morning. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, that's that's super fucking relatable. And this is the other thing about Howard that is 100% true. I pulled this ISO. I'm one of those guys who can dish it out, but I really can't take it. <laughs> yeah, ain't that the truth? It's so true. When he moved over to Satellite and Artie Lang was on the show, they started doing these roasts. And yeah. they brought in all these great top-notch comedians to come in and roast everyone. Yeah. And I think Howard got butthurt about it because, you know, these guys would come in and just start ripping on him about his fucking cats and talking about kittens. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it didn't go real well. Oh. Howard is not a guy who can who can take it. He can just dish it out. Oh, my God. No. I sat down to listen to my first Stern show in fucking forever. Okay. And I was on Sorry a two-year break that. from them. And my they, apologies. Yeah, they, they had just come back from vacation. I'm like, you know what? I bet... You know, they're recharged. They're going to talk about something interesting. Can you hit my number two? This is the regular phone caller, like everyday phone caller to the show. All right. Let's go to the phones and talk to... Ooh. Bobo. Ooh. Yeah. How well? Hey, great googly moogly. How about that intro? Uh, what did he say? Googly moogly? Great googly moogly. Great googly moogly. Googly moogly. All right. Now... This dude is a fucking train wreck. He's a dumbass. He's the worst. For once, I agree with Robin. He, she hears their name and just goes, oh. And that's nice. exactly what I thought. Now, dude, I'm not. This guy's name's Bobo. He's obsessed with the show. He calls in every day, and it's not fun or funny. 40 minutes, Carl. Yeah. 40 minutes of the beginning of the yeah. show. 40 
fucking minutes yeah. was just talking to this idiot. Now, I'm going to play you the punchline. This was the culmination of 40 fucking minutes. And uh, the reason I'm repeating that over and over again, because <laughs> it was 40 minutes of my fucking life that I spent listening to this bullshit. This was the funny bit. This was the punchline. This is number three. And he used an interesting word. Um, apoplectic. Yeah, apoplectic. A pop, a pop, a pop, a pop, a pop, a pop, a Gave up. Boring. I don't even know what's going on here. No. What is going on? It's him trying to pronounce a word that he can't pronounce, and that goes on for almost a minute. And this is, then they spent five minutes goofing on it and playing it over and over again, and it's like, this is a guy who is boring. Like that's the bit. Right. This guy. Listen to how boring this guy is. Right. So let's spend forty minutes with this fucking boring guy, so you can be fucking bored off your fucking ass. And then, as any show does, uh, they will have callers who just call in and praise how amazing they are at oh. everything. And you get things like uh, this. Everyone is ripping you off. I've heard you say that in twenty-five years that people rip you off. And I experienced it firsthand. I experienced people using the same drops that Fred uses. What? You know what I say about that, Crouch? Fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? People are using the same drops. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? (laughs) I heard that and I was like, this is outrageous. Who would do such a thing? Yeah, dude, the sickle bandit callers, like every caller calls in, love you, Fred, love you, Robin, I got yep. this to say. And then they hang up with, hey, love you, Howard, uh, can you put me on hold? And Howard goes, oh, I love you too, and I'll put you on hold. <laughs> it's fucking awful. I know. It, it's gotten a little bit annoying. He does not like any type of controversy. No. Now, there are people who have been banned from the show, like Hansy, who actually tried to take him to task for all the nonsense that's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. We can get into that. He was the one interesting guy. He was the one interesting guy. Now, I I know you hate it when I do this, Carl, but Mm. just roll with me on this one. All right, let's do it. This is what Howard thinks is fascinating. This is a woman called Underdog Lady. It doesn't even (laughs) fucking matter what the backstory is. (laughs) Right. But let's listen to what she thinks about fast food. And this is what Howard thinks is fascinating. His words, not mine. Number four. Because uh, on Sundays they have... Uh, a no coupon needed offer. They offer uh, three roast beef sandwiches um, for for five dollars. So um, so I get a, a double or triple order so that this, the supply will last longer. And I uh, um, I may eat one of them that same day, but I, but I freeze the others for uh, other days. How many days before you'll eat another one? Um, usually a week. Anyway, I was fascinated. You know, I, I love all things underdog. That's <laughs> boring. You're boring, everybody. Quit boring, everyone. Oh. Dude. Oh, good drop. Thank you. But that's fascinating. That's fucking fascinating. I remember that oh. that show because they're talking about underdog lady, and then, I don't know if you have this clip, probably not. No. But, um, yeah, okay. Uh, Ar- Arby's was listening to the show and gave her like a $150 gift card to Arby's yeah. or something like that. And they were talking about how amazing that was. They went off on this whole conversation about why doesn't other places have roast beef sandwiches? Like, yeah. what are we talking about? Why Why is this interesting for anyone? Let's get back to talking about wet cunt. Bring Roddy in. Yeah, What's no going shit. To be doing? And then meanwhile, nobody on that staff, at least in the studio, eats... Fast food, like none right. of them know anything about it. No. Oh, 
Although he, he does have a guy on the on the staff who wrote a book about fast food. Yeah. So that's uh, always interesting. All right, let's talk about JD. Let's talk about JD. There's a lot of different guys on the show. JD is one of my favorites. I don't know how you feel about him. But uh, here's a clip. JD is the guy who watches TV for Howard and pulls clips from TV shows that Howard can play on the air. So yeah. Uh, every now and then they'll have like a thing where like JD come in and, and play all your favorite clips that you've pulled from uh, from TV. So this is him setting that up. It might be fun if JD sets up this next clip. Go ahead, you explain. I don't even. I the, this is the what? What is it? It's the Chris <laughs> Webber clip. The oh, NBA yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, during an NBA game, Chris Webber, who used to play in the NBA, he's the analyst now. He meant to say ambidextrous, but he says something else instead. Yeah. So I, I like JD. I like his bits. He can't talk real well. He's a mush mouth. He's yeah. an idiot. And um, he's definitely lovable. He's a lovable loser. Yeah. In um, a way. In a way. <laughs> in a way. But I do want to play this bit because they're talking about how Chris Weber doesn't know the word ambidextrous. Mm-hmm. And Howard says, this is how you would use it in a sentence. I thought this was hilarious. He's trying to use the word ambidextrous, which, by the way, means like um, if you used it in a sentence, you'd say, you know, hey, this guy is uh, ambidextrous. <laughs> That's how you use it in a sentence. If you use it in a sentence, you'd say ambidextrous is a hard word to to spell. That's that's using it in a sentence. Fucking idiot. Uh, but I do want to play the Chris Weber clip because this is funny. Yeah. And look what happens. You force the issue. And I don't know. Is this guy left-handed, right-handed? Is he amphibious? Yeah. So that's pretty magnificent. Uh, basketball players who then become commentators yeah not right. not always on point yeah but dude I'd, I'd pay to see an amphibious basketball player i don't know about you <laughs> one of the knocks on howard is that he claims to have invented everything yeah well right? he did i mean when you think about it like, yeah right radio exactly radio broadcasting it's all right if, if you even interview people on the street he claims that he invented that, even though this has been going oh, yeah. on since the beginning of broadcasting. He swears to God that he invented syndicating a radio yes. show in the 1980s, <laughs> yes. 60 years after the invention of syndicated radio shows. But Nobody yeah. else was doing it. Yeah. Uh, here's here's just a, a clip uh, from this month, another example of uh, Howard inventing things. Yeah, I got to run commercials, make some money for the company. <laughs> <laughs> What a business. I just did a half hour on pussy lips, and now we're going to make some money. <laughs> what a job. What a business. <laughs> it's a joke. You invented this. I invented this. This is my contribution to the world. Oh, boy. So, Anthony Cumia from Opie and Anthony does a great Howard Stern impression. They were on David Letterman going way back many years ago. Yeah. And this is Anthony Cubia doing his uh, Howard Stern impression on David Letterman. Uh, one would have to acknowledge, certainly, that, that Howard no, was no, kind I, of... I invented everything out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, people stood there, Dave, and uh, I invented a, a locomotion walking. Uh, they stood there. Uh, it was all over. Forget about uh, breathing. Uh, yeah, uh, people just didn't do anything, and then the chest in and out called breathing. That was me, Robin. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, Marconi ripped me off. Uh, I invented Morse code. Yeah, but, uh, dot, dot, dash, dash, me. But, <laughs> uh, always, always a fun bet because Howard really has gotten ridiculous with the shit that he claims to have invented. And he thinks Jay Leno ripped him off. And yeah. The other thing that Howard loves to do and his go-to bit 
is the impression of his parents. Oh, yeah. This is something that goes on quite a bit. Here is, I'll set this up real quick. They're talking about Elizabeth Hurley has her 15-year-old son shooting pictures of her. (laughs) So Howard decides, what if my mom wanted me to shoot pictures of her? How would that go down? Yeah. I, I have to admit, this is pretty funny. Howard. Yes. My clit is fully engorged. Now start shooting before it goes down. (laughs) Okay, Mom. (laughs) And remove the toilet paper from my pussy lip. I just peed. (laughs) My kid, why do I have to do that? Because you're the photographer. Ugh, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) And zoom in tight on my moans, Vernon. I have to admit that when he's doing his mom, it's better than listening to him talk to Robin. Yeah. I'd rather Howard do both of the parts of the conversation than hear uh, Robin's non sequiturs and nothingness. Yeah. Oh, and he he's been. Table. Yeah, he's been doing that for 30 plus years. I mean, when, when I dropped off a couple years ago, yeah. he was still doing a Ted Kennedy impression almost every day. <laughs> Ted Kennedy, who had been dead for like 12 years at that point. Like, nobody even knows who the fuck he is. Yeah, I know. Well, now, here's, here's Howard, real quick, doing both of his parents. He does both uh, his father and his mother <laughs> and him all having a conversation. And I have to admit, even though he goes to this well a couple times too often, yeah. it is pretty brilliant that he can pull this off and you you say you want to be a millionaire you don't even you've never made a dollar how do you know you're stupid yes dad yes father happy father's day yeah you make me a birthday card which says ping pong records why do you make ping pong records <laughs> Dad, I'm just honoring the company that you... I don't like... You know your father doesn't like ping pong records. And you write ping pong records? I I just... I'm impressed that he has a... Shut up! Oh, boy. Yeah. That bit that I just played could have been from any episode over the last 35 years. Oh, my God. He's been doing this for a while. If you told me you pulled that from 1998, I would totally believe you. Yes. Yeah. He apparently, when he grew up, his parents didn't give him the uh, type of nurturing that he would have liked. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Oh, I wish he would bring that up on a show every once in a while. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, one of the other things he does constantly, and like I was even kind of surprised that he was still going on about this, is uh, how radio personalities of the mid 1960s in New York City sounded and i know that's a really universal concept everybody can get on board with sure that but you know in every joke there's a nugget of truth can you hit number 27 for me yeah when you read about me you know i peaked in 1985 i haven't, <laughs> I haven't been good Jesus. since you know that's it well what do you want you can't keep this shit going <laughs> yeah i peaked in 1985 <laughs> yeah right Oh, man. And and that comes from, he did about an hour, an hour and a half about, there was some radio guy who wanted to be in the Hall of Fame, and his wife wrote him a letter, and he was already on his second show of spending over an hour on this. He was taking phone calls, and the callers are like, you gotta stop, this isn't funny, and then he was tweaking out, I know what's funny, and fuck you, this is funny, and like, I took a bunch of clips and just threw it out, because it was so fucking boring, I couldn't That's why it. today will not be a great show. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There, there was, what was the guy's name? Was it Kid, Kid Chris? Kelly. Kid Kelly. Yeah, this Kid Kelly guy who is a top 40 DJ 
I guess they're gonna have his wife on the show now. They, oh, they're gonna God. continue to do this bit because he wants to get into the Radio Hall of Fame, and it's so like there's one guy who called in and said, "There's no way we're gonna vote for this guy to get into the Hall of Fame yeah. because this is the worst bit." I'm it's terrible. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. It's not, not fun. And like, I mean, I know like Howard's a radio guy. He was huge in radio. He grew up with radio. No one gives a fuck about radio anymore. I mean, I'm fuck a life. Thank you. I'm a lifelong radio listener. I don't even listen to the fucking radio anymore. Right. Like it's, it's radio's dead. It's gone, dude. It's, it's yeah. over with. And when you do, yeah. It, it, anyway, that's why this show was called "Who Are These Podcasts?" Yeah. No shit. There aren't enough radio shows for us to talk about. This is your first one, right? There, or no. This you, is the first non-podcast. There you. Every go. show that we've done at least has a podcast version. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we are breaking the rules today. Well, so. Yeah. One of the reoccurring bits on Stern's show is they do the news with Robin mm-hmm. at the end of the show, and people write parody songs about uh, having sex with Robin. Yeah. Who's in her late 60s and morbidly obese. But yes, go ahead. <laughs> and I don't know if you've seen her recently, but she looks terrible. I would believe it. She has like this kinky blonde hair thing going on now. I don't know what she's, I don't know what she's going for. Uh, but anyway, this is an example of a, uh, a Robin song. Almost forgot to mention your sweet ass. Thank you. And that tight brown hole through which your poop does pass. Whoa. Now making a duty is gross as hell. But I want to use that hole for something else. Robin, please let me fuck your shit pipe. Uh-huh. Please just make sure that you really wipe before I fuck your brown shit pipe. Clean your cock. Robin, just I don't want poop on my dick. It gets oh. very literal on that song. Wow. Usually you try to do some innuendo, you know, try to make it clever. This is just like, wipe your ass because I'm going to fuck you with a shitter and I don't want poop on my dick. I go, okay. All right. That's good. You know, when they bit. say romance is dead, Carl, but yeah, yeah right? here we are. Here we are. Uh, so anyway, that that happens on uh, every episode is some yeah. type of song about... Uh, a old lady who had uh, cancer and is now obese. Yeah, good times. Good stuff. So can we talk about how fake the show has gotten? Yeah. Like it's depressing. It's it 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 kept like kind of incrementally easing its way in that he would start taking these fake phone calls and having these impressionists on and all this stuff. And there was a bit where it was funny, but, like, it's gotten to the point where it's awful. There's a bunch of voices I didn't even recognize from not having listened to a couple of years okay. that were, like, every time you pick up the phone, it would be these same people. Yeah. Can you hit me with number 13? This is after, and I'm not joking, uh, 45 minutes into that bit about Ronnie and Brent talking about the, the G-spot and all this other shit. This is number 13. Hold it. Uh, customer service. Serious customer <laughs> service is on the phone. <laughs> they want to tell me something. Yes, sir. Oh my God, Mr. Stern, you must stop this segment. We've just had 29 million cancellations. You're telling me 29 million serious customers just canceled just listening to our show? I can't keep up the phone ringing off the hook. NASA is trying to shoot the satellite out of the sky. Ooh. That's so morning, Zoo. NASA's trying to shoot the satellite out of the sky. Oh, it's just super cringy. NASA have missiles? It's super cringy. I don't even get that. Yeah. And then, thankfully, Howard heard that and then only did 
about 28 more minutes of licking clits and natural juices and all this other bullshit. Right. Now, at one point, uh, a celebrity calls in. This is the most uncomfortable show I've ever done. It's fucking awful. It's really bad. <laughs> no, I mean, this show that we're doing right now is so uncomfortable because we have to talk about what he's talking about. Yeah, I know. That's not words that I use on a daily basis. I, we never have these types of conversations, and here we are. Yeah, yeah, here we are, finally. <laughs> um, so, here, a celebrity calls in, and Howard steps on... Two of his fucking jokes right off the bat. This is number 14. Oh, Simon Cowell's on the phone. Let me deal with this, Robin. Okay. Yeah, Simon. Hey, fuck nose. Hey, I'm ass wife. Hey, hey, wife stealer. Simon's my name and wife fucking's my game. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's all. Howard. Yeah. You may not believe this, but I would like to become your friend. Yeah, and fuck my wife. <laughs> because then I'd fuck your wife. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I'd like to adopt one of your cats. Specifically, your wife's pussy. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it didn't, that wasn't a good back and forth right No. There. Didn't work out. Now, on number 15, he gets another caller into the show. On the phone is Melania Trump, who is upset. Oh. Hello, uh, Mrs. First Lady. Okay. And then in number okay. 16, we get this, and I want you to pay attention to Howard's role in this conversation. Okay. You know, I just want next year, I won't be comedian that's corresponding dinner. What you think? Huh? I make joke? Come on. Can I try out joke on you? Go ahead. Oh, okay. Good. Thank you so much. Okay. Hello. I am at dinner. Oh, I see Sarah Huckabee. Or as I like call her, Sarah Unfuckabee. <laughs> what do you think about that? Come I think on. That's, uh, Come on. Well, that disparages her. I think that's a little below the belt. Yeah. 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 Okay, I try another. Sarah Huckabee, she's so ugly. Her Secret Service code name is Mike Huckabee. <laughs> All right, listen to me. Oh, You're missing on. the point. Did women now are not attacking other women's appearance, and men shouldn't either. Oof. Oof. What, is, what is the point of that? Now, Howard Stern, who once had porn stars in the studio to throw baloney at their asses and try to get the slices of baloney to stick to them, is, is now the staunch defender of... Of I don't even know what he's defending there. It's fucking ridiculous. All right. I heard that. I'm like, first of all, we're down this fake rabbit hole, and now we're at this like Howard is the virtuous fucking defender of womankind. Like, what the fuck is? Let's going talk on here? about that because there is something that changed with the show around the time that Artie Lang left the show. It was around 2008, 2009. Yeah. Howard, and you know he's newly married, and maybe that has something to do with it. He used to have the Sibian, he'd have porn stars in and ride the Sibian. And now there's nothing with hot chicks anymore. Everything's with like gay guys. Everything's yeah. about like penises. Oh, yeah. and everyone's touching each other's penises and taking their clothes off. And um, he stopped having on great guests like Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. He used to well, get all the time. He he used to have funny comedians. He used to have in funny comedians in. And then this is Artie talking to Gilbert on Artie's show discussing this. An article did come out saying that Gilbert was banned from the show. And then, uh, you know, I, Gilbert had every right to, to call up Gary and, and ask about it. And Gary told Gilbert that they don't have comedians on anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Gilbert listened the next day and they had four comedians on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he'd prefer Chelsea Handler's brand of humor. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's so true. Instead of having Gilbert Gottfried, who's one of the funniest fucking people you can have on a radio show, they're bringing in Kathy Griffin every yeah. fucking year and Amy Schumer and these people who are just 
They're so boring. And they're in there over and over again. It seems like he has this small yes. pool of guests that he has on constantly. Yes. Um, and, and it's like earlier this uh, this month, it was the guy who plays the Riddler on Gotham, who's a fucking nobody. I, yeah. I didn't even watching this Gotham show. What are we talking about here? Yeah. And it's and it's the same questions over and over again. So and, and don't bother with these clips. But so Amy Schumer comes in, and this yeah. is going to be shocking, Carl. Mm-hmm. But he asked her all about money. How much money did you make? How do you split up the money in your marriage? Let's talk about money. Yeah. And then he asks, uh, "What famous people are you wedding? What famous people do you know? Have you seen these famous people's vaginas and or penises?" And it's just like, oh my god. So then he has Andy Cohen in, who I'm not super familiar with, but he's a he's a TV show. I think he sums up... He's a TV show? Uh, sorry. TV no, shows. I like it. Andy Cohen is a TV show. But he We've sums, heard something today. But he sums up the show pretty well, is okay. what I meant to say. This is number 19. All right. You have been named top gay by this show on many, many occasions. Very honored. This show has Still gotten gayer, the title. by the way. The show has gotten gayer. The show is 100% Gay. Yes. Now, yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. Pretty soon, everyone will be coming out. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yes. And now, I agree. And then he asked him a question. If you could hit number twenty-one for me, please. How did it come about that? So we can oh clear God. it up. I, I, have, to, I have told this story yes. on this particular broadcast. I know, but I want to okay. give you a chance. Howard, you asked me that question, and I told you the story. On your fucking show, and you're asking me again. The last time I was here, the, we talked about it. It's that. like that Adam Kroll effect. He'll get the person yeah. in, and like, let's just have the same fucking conversation we had last time. Right. It's like, holy It's not shit. as bad as Adam Carolla, but yes. But it's I, I have noticed there. that. And then he asks him, what stars do you know? What stars are they fucking? And then he asks him, number 24. You've never seen his penis? No. Is that true? Yeah. When you do tours, you guys yeah. never like are yeah, in the same hotel. Like cross swords. Yeah, we're in the same hotel. Not have a sword we fight. No, we don't. No, no. Oh, you're so mature. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't seen his penis. No, I've never. Carl, I can't believe you've never seen his penis. I can't believe you've never seen his penis, really? It's like, you're not telling me the right answer. Talk about this guy's penis, for Christ's sakes. That's all we're trying to do here. And that's the thing is, like, after 20 years of listening to the Stern Show on my own accord, I know what celebrities have seen what other celebrities' penises. I could write you a fucking novel on this. (laughs) And it's not necessarily a topic I'm all that interested in. All right, so... Obviously, you you stopped listening to the show because it's not the, the show it used to be. No, not even not by a long shot. It's it's changed a lot. I think we've covered a lot of those topics, but the thing that we haven't talked about is Marcy Turk. They brought in this woman who is the COO of Howard Stern's Empire. Ooh, Gary actually reports into her. Gary Delabate, oh. the producer. Marcy Turk is someone who it's. I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, but. They do not talk about her. You're not yeah. allowed to talk about her. And any talk about... Like, he, she's been brought up, I think, twice on the show. Um, here is uh, one of those times. You do the show you know, and then, and then uh, I do the show I want to do. I, I had a laugh. Um, the new thing from the from uh, the, the people who now hate me is, uh, oh, Howard changed because uh, Marcy Turk, who is the woman who runs my company, he got this woman in there, and she calls the shots on the show. Okay. So this, that's him finally addressing the controversy that if you go on Reddit and Twitter, that's what everybody's talking about. Is yeah. We have this, this woman who's ruining the show. And uh, Artie Lang on his show talked about Marcy Turk because she did come in while he was still there. I don't not like Howard. There's a broad he hired named Marcy Turk. I was, that's what I was doing. The goof. Uh, Marcy uh, Turk. Uh, yes. Very funny. Yes. Uh, she, she, <laughs> she, 
she brainwashed. Howard had the most impressive brain I've ever seen in my life. He, this was a thinker, you know, and, and a brilliant mind. Someone actually brainwashed him. This woman came in, Gary, blah, blah, blah. He had an office, right? He wanted five more feet in the office the entire time I was there. The entire time I was there. She gets hired, gets, uh, gets his office, and they make it bigger. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a woman, remember... They never talk about her. Yeah. I played you that clip where a guy called in and said something. The only other time was on his birthday show. They were in this big theater. I remember that. Yeah. And Howard calls out Marcy Turk specifically. Marcy Turk, you are an inspiration to me every single day. You changed my life. If you love the Howard Stern show, you love this woman, Marcy Turk. You Oof. So that's him acknowledging Marcy Turk. I bet he wishes he could take that one back. Because now she's a secret. She's in the shadows. You don't talk about Marcy Turk. This is uh, already once again talking about how this has changed into a PC climate, which it was never PC, and Howard's gotten so weirdly PC. Yeah, she's involved with this book called Getting Things Done, which has been said on the internet it's like a cult. And she came in and just made everything politically correct. Harry Retard became Harry the Conqueror. There's no more gay jokes. You can't, you know, with, with gay people, if you want to be equal, you're going to get goofed on like everybody else. You know, that's of the plot. I don't have anything against anyone, and that's what the Stern Show was about. That's all gone. Yeah. Now, he's really on to something. What, yes. So when Howard went over to Satellite, he had these two channels. There was 24 hours of programming. Yes. And they started playing these old shows, shows from the 90s, yep. uh, late 80s, that kind of stuff. He got his whole back catalog. But they would edit stuff out of these old shows. And it started real subtly. Like, they would mm -hmm. they would edit out, like, phone calls or mentions of his ex-wife, who was, at that point, was part of his life, would call into the show, things like that. Yeah. But, you know, maybe there was, like, a divorce agreement or whatever. Who cares? But they would, like, edit out these conversations and pieces of conversations that had anything to do with his ex-wife. Okay. And then they started editing uh, if he was too mean to Gary. If he, you know, called someone a faggot oh, in a really? joking way. Or so. Oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. But people would post up on, on the internet, here's the unedited version of this no thing. And then here's shit. the version that they... You know, just play it on the air last night, and it was like they were they were Swiss cheese and all these old shows to wow. the point where you couldn't even. They actually stopped playing those old shows in their entireties, which was the fucking interesting part of playing them. Yeah, dude, it's it got real bad. It's it's a straight up memory hole. Nineteen eighty four, like that never happened. You're just imagining so we, that. So we mentioned there's this guy Hansy who used to call into the show, and Hansy is a lunatic. Yeah, he very unstable guy. Very unstable. I don't know what the fuck is going on with him. He's one of these conspiracy theorists who believes that, you know, tinfoil hat guy all the way. But he was the only guy yeah. who would call out Howard for shit that's going on behind the scenes. Yep. Talk about Howard's daughter. Uh, you familiar with the Zuzazu Zoo, Zoo, uh, yeah. song yeah. and that whole thing? I don't want to get into that. Classic. But, but this is uh, Hansy calling to talk about how Artie Lang and Stuttering John were talking shit about him. Yo, did you read the, the Stuttering John and Artie shit? Yeah, I did. Are you going to address it or no? I'll address it if you want me to. Yeah, go ahead. Art, right? Artie has a podcast and Stuttering John, and they were negative about me. And, oh. Uh, I can't say I was thrilled about it. I, I, was, I was hurt. Hmm. But uh, what am I going to do? They didn't badmouth you. Oh, they didn't? Okay, well... Whatever. Then he's happy. All right. If you, it didn't seem like a compliment, but okay, whatever. Oh, Hansy didn't. No, you said you went, P, you, you went PC all, all the time. I know. I hear that all the time, that I'm oh, PC. Oh, that's what they said? Yeah, I'm politically correct. All right, so I'm politically correct. What can I tell you? I, 
Listen to the first hour of the show. Tell me how politically correct I was. But I you know, Howard, you live long enough to become Don Imus now. Fuck off. So, oh. Hansy is officially banned from the show. Yeah. And there was an incident where he brought up Marcy Turk, and they dropped it. Yeah. In real time. You know, yeah, he hit, still got that, that hit delay. The, hit the dump button. And he hit the dump button on it. And Hansy posted up on Reddit afterwards, like, here is the conversation I had from my audio recording of it, and here's what went out. So, there is a conspiracy here about yeah. Marcy Turk and not bringing her up. And Howard can't even defend himself because he's definitely in the wrong. If people want me to be something that they... What am I talking to this fucking asshole? You know what? I'm <laughs> done with you, Hansy. Yeah. Uh, so he's done with Hansy because he, he can't address the fact that he has definitely made a conscious effort away from Gary the retard and Wendy the retard. Now it's Wendy the slow adult yeah. is her name. Ugh. And if you ask Wendy the retard what her name is, she says it's Wendy the retard. She doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? And like I, I do give Howard credit for a lot of things. One of the things I really give him credit for in the eighties and early nineties, way before it was cool and way before it was a thing that people talked about, he would have gay people in, men and women, yep. and he would ask them about their lives, which was something that was totally, you know, Ellen was in the closet. It, True, it, it yeah. wasn't a part of pop culture at all, even though, you know, gay people have been around since the beginning of time. And he would have a gay guy and it'd be like, what was it like when you went on a date? What was it like when you had breakfast with this guy? Or like, just kind of benign shit, but it was, he was, he treated gay people like human beings and I give him a lot of credit for that, you know? Yeah. Um, and now it's it's he's kind of gone this weird PC way. He's taken this turn where it's it's yeah it's it's very it's weird it's weird it's gotten weird. Um, this is Cardi B shows up on the show, mm. and I mentioned you know he, he he's a very good interviewer, but it really depends on the guest whether it's interesting to listen to or not and whose penis they've seen. But yes, yeah, so. <laughs> Snoop Dogg was on the show. That's always interesting. Love listening to Snoop. Cardi B. I I just. I had to Google this question. What nationality is this person? When I got this little fame and everything first, they used to talk really badly about my teeth. Yeah. In person, my teeth were really, you know, they were a little crooked, but. So oh. this is a person who obviously English is not her first language. No, because I would think so. Her teeth were crooked. Yeah. So I looked it up. Do you know where Cardi B is from? I have no idea. The Bronx. <laughs> Do you know where the Bronx is? Rose, it's in America. This is an American. And then this is hilarious. She's talking about how her, her dad doesn't speak English real well. Shocker. And your father's a hardworking guy. Your mother, hardworking. You know, your father uh, had a job. Your father doesn't speak English, right? He does speak. He speaks and understand English. He just... Is very bad. His English is very bad, so he prefers not to speak it. His at all. English he don't is like bad. When people hear him speak English, so he won't speak it at all. Were you embarrassed uh, by that as a kid? Because sometimes kids can get freaked out by that. Why doesn't my dad speak English? No, should, no it, mm -mm. Did, it didn't cause a problem in your neighborhood. Mm -mm. What kind of question is that? Were you embarrassed by how your dad spoke? No, you should be embarrassed by how you speak. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> this woman's an idiot. Yeah, and and you know Howard would have uh, ripped that person apart for sounding like a fucking idiot back in the day. Oh, but. definitely. Well, Cardi B is a big celebrity and Howard now kisses the asses of every big celebrity. Yeah. That's, that's his new thing. Uh, but Cardi B did say something that I thought was uh, pretty uh, spot on. And every single time that I smoke weed, 
like on my teenage years i was a really big smoker and i just felt dumber dumber mm. dumber 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 and dumber check out the big brain on bread <laughs> you're a smart motherfucker that's right uh, oh. Cardi b is an idiot that's what i learned yeah by listening to howard stern show can i just say that's my favorite fucking drop you got is that <laughs> check samuel out L. jackson the big brain on oh, bread. Yeah. check yeah. out the big brain on bread right. stop I'm I'm at least glad to hear that her speaking is as completely fucking incomprehensible as her music. Holy shit. There's one other clip that I want to play from the Cardi B interview because at one point she just starts calling out Howard right to his face. Now people is like, you got to get your nose done. Your oh, nose is no. so big. You look like a bird. You look like a possum. You look like a lizard. <laughs> you look like a lizard. What the fuck's a lizard? Howard is a huge fan of garbage entertainment. Yeah. He likes The Bachelor. Yeah. It's his favorite that. show. He watches all these like chick shows. He's into stuff that chicks are into. He's not a guy who's into sports. Yeah. He's very unrelatable in a lot of ways. And he loves the movie Fifty Shades of Grey. Really? Oh yeah. He's all in. Really? And he just watched the the third installment, whatever that's called, the, shadier, grayer. Yeah, the one grayer. that's at like eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's these yeah. movies. I haven't seen them. I don't know anything about it, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's garbage. Yeah. Um, this I thought was really funny because he's talking about the star of the show. This is the worst compliment you could possibly get. That Dakota. Oh my God, Dakota Johnson. Is you know, and she's not even a great actor. She she walks in. She's not even that hot, but she's hot to me. <laughs> she's not even that hot? What are you talking about? I don't know. She's hot to me. She's not like she's not the hottest woman on the planet. I just thought that was so funny because he was literally oh trying God. to pay this person a compliment. He really does like this movie. He goes, she's, she's a terrible actor, and she's not hot. Well, what, what are we doing then? Why are we watching this movie? <laughs> Uh, I thought that was funny. Oh, man. Um, I don't know. What else do you want to talk about? So, uh, Tan Mom, Jeff uh, the Drunk. Can I, can I tell you, uh, of uh, the hours I listened to starting this last week or yes. so, and there was a lot of them, there was one thing that had me laughing. Oh, like, good. I had one genuine fucking laugh out of this whole experience. Okay. Uh, if you don't mind hitting, the, well, well, I'll set it up. Okay. There was this. If you haven't been near social media this week, uh, there's a sound clip going on. People are discussing if it's this one word or this other word. Yeah. Number twenty-eight. Yeah, okay. This whole thing is is this is the government fishing for uh, sound waves. Different frequencies depending on which speakers you you play these through. Wait a second. Um, what are you saying? Because you're a mess today. <laughs> you're saying that... Now, in number 29, your friend and mine, a big celebrity, calls in to clear up the mystery. Okay. I got to stop the presses. On our phone is Alex Jones, who says high register is on to something. Ah. Yes, Alex. Johnny. Howard, he, he, he is right. The government has ha 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 hacked my mind <laughs> and my vocal cords. It's part of the panop panop panopticonic technotronic technology. Alex, are you program. saying that Laurel versus Yanni is a government plot? It, 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 it's a government plot by, by the Bilderbergs and the you, 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 you Genesis and the globalists and talk, talk, talk. A good Alex Jones uh, goof is always fun. Fucking Alex Jones stuttering of, of all the fake bullshit <laughs> I had to sit that's through. That's your favorite character on the show? That Alex was amazing. That was great. That was a fucking great impression. It was great content. I'm like, all right, after fucking 12 hours of listening to this bullshit, you finally You know got what neither fun. of us pulled? And I'm a little bit surprised. Is Richard Christie's dad 
and that whole bit that was going on. Richard Christie is this southern redneck who happens to be like one of the best drummers in the world. Yeah. And is just fucking hilarious. I, yeah, I really like everything that he does. I love all of his bits. And his he's dad my is really Oh, he is he is so good. Um they had a bit that was from the most recent show, which I didn't have an opportunity to clip, but they were calling that Tradio show. Yeah. And Tradio would come on and just say, All right. Here are the rules of trading. You can come on here and, and sell stuff like, but you, you can't, you can give away firewood, but you can't sell firewood. You know, they would just have a very specific rule. And then Richard would call him to say, I got some firewood. I'm not giving it away though. It's for sale. And it was just like this over the top, so obvious yeah, that I, yeah. I found it to be hilarious. I, I should have pulled a clip from it, but uh, that was really good. They also do this thing that I enjoy where they have um, game shows. Someone will call in. And they'll pick one of the whack packers and they'll ask the whack packer a question. The person on the phone has to decide whether they're going to get the question right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? This was one that was interesting. They have this, this woman, Tan Mom, Patricia, and they ask her what she would do. Like, would you come in and judge a shit eating contest? <laughs> and you have to decide, is she going to say yes or no to that? And, you know, lo and behold, she says, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll, I'll judge a shitty. So uh, this was just uh, one of the questions from that bit. I, I found this entertaining. Tan Mom, how about this contest? The tastiest jizz cocktail contest. Ooh. Yeah, you know, she'd have to taste these cocktails. But I'm no. No. Okay. She's not going to do that. No way. All right, let's find out. Lock him in on a no. Hi, it's Patricia Tam Mom, and I just wanted to say um, the juices of the just drinks. I would have a half a sip and then make Ugh. a judgment. Wow! So you didn't get that right. Oh my! She would taste the jizz. Little dabble, Julia. <laughs> All right, that was um, oof. that was Tan Mom, and you heard Fred. Brilliantly playing the the drops in there to make it sound like a game show. Yeah, Fred makes the whole thing. Yeah, and then Shuli was doing his Tan Mom impression. We haven't talked about Shuli, but he is the guy who is the connection to the Whack Pack. Yeah, all the different all the different characters that have become part of the show because they're goofy in in whatever way that they are. And I I find Shuli to be a phenomenal part of the show. Anytime there's a Shuli bit, it's usually good, unless he's arguing with Ronnie, which I don't give a shit. But. Yeah. Ronnie ruins everything. He really does. Um, one of the other bits that's been going on for a while now is Robin discovered she's really bad at singing, mm-hmm. which at first she was bummed about because they used to have these karaoke contests and stuff way back in the 90s, but she's embraced it. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I, I do appreciate that. Here is a, uh, a Robin song. But there are over 10 different vocal parts in this, and uh, you know it's impressive. Robin did every single one, and I want to debut it right now, I think. What do you say? Go ahead. Wow. Here's the thing. We started out friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. So Obviously, there's some melodyne work going on there. The people who are producing this and, and pulling this out into Pro Tools are doing a really good job. She's not singing all those parts. They're yeah. putting in those pitches. And they have everything like laid out nicely. And then she starts singing. And I just, I, I find this to be entertaining. This is a little bit uh, later on in the song. And all you'd ever hear me say is how I picture me with you. There it comes. Get ready. That's all you'd ever hear me say. Oh, 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 oh,
Yeah. Oh, see, I, I, I'm telling you, man, there's parts about this show that I still like a lot. Yeah. There's some I, good bits. I remember when she did Adele's Hello from the Other Side. Yes. I isolated that. I must have listened to that 10,000 times on my own accord. Oh, it was it's so, so painful. fucking funny. It's so painful. But it's like you to. couldn't put that on. You know what I mean? You right. couldn't purposely sing it that bad. Oh, no, you she, have to... she is a terrible singer for ooh, real. That, that is one of the things that isn't fake yeah. on the show. It's the one real part of the show left. Yes. That's why today will not be a great show. Crows, <laughs> is there anything else that you want to hit off your board? We've, we've talked uh, about a lot, but there's so many other things that we could talk about. I, not a fucking thing. I mean, yeah, unless you're, you're really good. dying to hear about Howard's cum tissues or some other gross bullshit. No. Well, in New York, don't you guys, aren't you kind of required to have those water saving? Yeah, oh, it's so stupid. And it they doesn't, barely work. It doesn't save any water. I, I, um, I jerked off last night. Twice. I couldn't get my cum tissues to, to go down the toilet. I had to flush three times. They like <laughs> yeah. floated to the top because the, the, the flush is so weak. Oh. You know, you're not interested in that. Oh. You don't want to hear about his cup dishes. The other thing he talks about is what porn he watches on YouPorn, mm. and it's just this ridiculous, like uh, stepmother and babysitter. babysitter. I remember and, that. From yeah, that. yeah. It's, it's, it's always the stuff that you're like, oh, you, you, oh, that's kind of cringy. Oh. Okay, and it was endless. He would talk about it every day for six fucking months. Yeah. Oh, dude. However, th- that is kind of a funny bit when he talks about the porn that he's into because. He'll watch the lead up, like the story arc part of it. And he'll uh, talk about the story arc, which I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, of the show. Still, I'm the only one. Yeah, everyone else has dropped off yeah. at this point. Oh boy. Uh, but for some reason, I, I'm still in. All right. Well, this has been fun. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. Of course it has. Yeah, great. <laughs> I mean, wow. don't get me wrong. It wasn't nonstop fun. <laughs> There were some ebbs and flows that went on. But, you know, overall, this has been a good time. And uh, I think we've we've talked enough about the Howard Stern Show. So, yeah. Oh, indeed. So you know what that means, Crozier. It's time for... The This is the part of the show where we tease a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing next week. And Croge, I know that you it's, love this part. Of this. Oh, it's the whole reason I came here. Today, right, Carl. this is your favorite part. Oh, like you wrote all these notes about Howard Stern. I want to play this track and talk about this, but that's just yeah. filler. That's, that's just a journey. This, Carl, this, is the destination. This, this is the destination. So here's a clip from the show that we'll be reviewing next week. I'm on 72nd Street at one of my favorite beer joints. It's called Gephardt's. And uh, I got the owner uh, of Get Parts in front of me, Matt. Hello. Uh, I love your joint, brother. Thank you. And thanks for having us, because I, I came in here cold like, uh, I would like to do my... I saw my... you were shivering. <laughs> I would like to do my podcast from your cool beer joint. And you were like, yeah, right on, man. So we're, we're doing it for the first time. Vic Henley has arrived. Hi, Vic. That, that's Matt. He, uh, he owns Get Parts here. Good Lord. Is this the Anthony Cumia show? <laughs> no, that's offensive that you said that. Oh, so, it sounded just like his voice. So, Croge, just so everybody knows, we listen to a lot of the same radio shows and podcasts, but you were never an Opie and Anthony guy. No. And I'm a huge Opie and Anthony guy. This is called Opie Radio. Oh! The brand new podcast 
from Westwood One Podcasts. That was Opie. This is Opie. Good Lord. Greg Opie Hughes. That sounded The worst atrocious. broadcaster in the history of broadcasting. And it only gets worse. I have to play one other clip. Please do. From this teaser because Please I've not do. listened to the show yet. I listened to Opie and Anthony for years, so I know everything that's terrible about Opie. I'm yeah. very much looking forward to this. It's going to be garbage. But... This really sums up how terrible Opie is. This is how his show starts. Hey, kids, get ready for one of the greatest podcasts you'll ever hear because my boy Opie Wan Kenobi. Oh! You know him as Opie from the Opie and Anthony and the Opie and everybody else. Opie, who's been broadcasting forever, starting in Rochester, New York, where I'm still sitting. My name is Brother Wheeze. He got Brother Wheeze to do his oh. intro. And I, I spared oh. you. I spared you. I played 20 seconds of it. This goes on for 98 seconds. Oh, Brother Wheeze just rambling. He has no... Brother oh. Wheeze is the worst radio personality in the history he, of radio. He might be the worst person in the history of radio. Yeah. Brother <laughs> Wheeze is Very possible. Very possible. But I love that Brother Wheeze and Opie are BFFs. Oh, it's so... hilarious because they're both so terrible. Yeah. And Opie... Does a lot of things that Brother Wee like, hey, Mother Hucka, hey, you know, he Ooh. does like all the Brother Weezisms. He stole oh. them and brought them with him to Boston and then New York. Oh my And being God. from Rochester, I know everything that he stole, and it's not good to steal no. from Brother Weez. No! Fucking hat. No! Oh my God. <laughs> this is going to be fun. That's fucking crazy. I mean, uh, uh, Opie and Anthony were on the air here for years and a yes. couple of different incarnations. Yes. I always wanted to like them. I I tried. I listened to them on multiple occasions. Yeah. I never found anything redeeming or funny or interesting well, about it's, that it's show. Well, it's weird that you would say that because you have Anthony Kumia and Jim Norton who are both brilliant broadcasters. Now, Jim Norton, it's gotten a little weird. Uh, he's a, he used he's to be a, a strange, lot funnier. He's a strange cat, but he's a very funny comedian. <laughs> very funny comedian. And Anthony Kumia, so quick... So so witty and had impressions of anybody. He could do any voice. Just I mean, he was actually on Howard Stern in the '90s. Anthony Cumia was. He came on as part of like a contest to do Baba Booey impressions. Or yeah, something. it was like a Jackie impression. Yeah, Jackie. Uh, impression. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, right, yeah. Exactly. Um, so I I loved Opie Anthony's show despite Opie <laughs> because Opie made everything worse. And this is. You go to Opie and Anthony's subreddit. That's all anyone's talking about. Even five years since the show has been off the air, people are still yeah. bitching about how Opie ruined every show oh, of the great. Opie and Anthony show. And people are pulling together clips and showing, hey, look at how Opie ruined this segment from <laughs> eight years ago. It's, it's all anyone could talk about. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, reviewing Opie Radio. By the way, oh, he got oh. fired by Sirius mm -hmm. because, well... He got taken off of his show. He had a morning show after Anthony left with Jim Norton. Jim Norton hated him, so then he got moved to the afternoons, and now Jim's in the morning, and nobody was listening to his show. He was doing this afternoon show. No one ever heard. Mm. So eventually they just fired him because he was, like, looking at some... He was taking a picture of some guy shitting. It, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's good stuff. He also was always creeping in on Howard's... Because they, they were down the hall from each other at Sirius, yeah. so he would go down to Howard's studio and, I don't know, trespass. He's a fucking weirdo. So eventually he got fired. He's been out of work for, I think, 10 months. Nothing going on. Finally, Westwood One's like, hey, we'll, we'll do a podcast with you. Eee. So now this guy who was a multimillionaire making millions of dollars a year working for Sirius has a fucking podcast. Yeah. And uh, I, I do like to watch someone who has no talent lose everything. It uh, is know, fun. When bad things happen to bad people, sometimes <laughs> it is pretty great. It's... I, 
I can't believe that Wii still has a fucking radio show. Can you oh. explain that to me? Oh my god, I wish I could. Who's this target audience? A 67-year-old, uh, thrice-divorcee? Who is he talking to? Oh my god. But my, my favorite story is, Carl, you and I were on the Wii show maybe 10 plus fucking years ago. Yes. He had, <laughs> we a, were. He had a studio in downtown Rochester with these giant windows. He's talking on the radio. <laughs> And the whole time he's talking, this there was this producer guy who kept playing YouTube videos of old movies from the 70s. And he'd be like, oh, please watch this, watch this. Now, this guy's doing a fucking radio show, and then he would stop the radio show to watch YouTube videos of 70s movies. And then at one point in the broadcast, he goes, the right in the middle of the conversation, he goes, hey, look at that guy's hat. A guy walks by the street, he had a fucking hat on. And he stopped this fucking radio show to talk to a guy who had a hat on. And I'm standing there and there's like, I'm standing in the fucking studio looking at this guy's hat and I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, who the fuck is sitting in their car listening to this? Like, oh man, I wish I could see this guy's hat. I hope they take meanwhile, a Meanwhile, he had a giant studio. He's got a, a top-notch comedian on the show next yeah. to him. I think it was Jimmy Schubert yep, yep. when we were there. And um, this guy is quick, he's funny, and Weez is just derailing any type of conversation. Ooh. We're all set up with our, our instruments, we got our gear, we're playing music. Doesn't talk, doesn't want us to play music or do yeah. anything. Just wants to talk to some homeless guy who's hanging out outside with a weird hat on. Yep. It's, it was unfucking believable Talk about filler. I, I swear, Weez's only goal in life is to get to 11 o'clock. Yeah. It's just, just like, whatever it takes, let's just get to 11 o'clock. I gotta get the fuck out of here. I don't want to be here. Nobody wants to hear this shit. I have nothing to say. And I, I have a, a strong connection to Weez because I used to work at ebombsworld.com and we hired Weez to be a consultant because we, no were, working with, we were working with stand-up comedians and uh, videoing comedian stand-up routines and putting them up on our website. Yeah. And we were working through Weez because he had all these connections. So mm -hmm. Weez was at our building every week. And I would listen to Weez so I would know what the fuck to talk to him about. Yeah. Oof. And yeah, it was brutal. It was the worst shit. It did, none of it made any sense. It's so fucking boring. The guy is such a hack. Yeah. And this, uh, what I'm de describing right now was 13 years ago, mm -hmm. 12 years ago. And he's still going. He's still fucking going. He would talk about playing poker with his buddies. Croach, I play poker. Do I ever talk to you about playing poker? <laughs> Is that a fucking boring conversation? The guy's like, yeah, I had an inside straight draw. And then the guy pulls the card over. I'm like, what? What are we talking about? Why would anyone care about your inside straight draw? Holy and, shit. And the weirdest thing. Should we just talk about Weez instead of Stern? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, and I was just going to say, and he beat Stern for years. Rochester was like the yes. one market that Stern, Stern couldn't, couldn't get to him. number one. Yes. He did eventually, but it took him over a decade. Right. And that's who he was losing to was this fucking clown. <laughs> this guy's such a fucking clown. Oh, my God. Oh. <sighs> There was never anything interesting that he, he brought on fucking... He introduces such talent as John DiTulio. <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> all right. All right. We're getting way too inside baseball here. We have we have listeners all over the world. We're talking about fucking Rochester radio personalities. What am I doing? Well, you know, Carl, I got a great bit about how Rochester radio in the 1950s sounded. <laughs> if you don't mind cranking up the reverb So please, join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Parting in the mosh pits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. This dude is fucking corny. You're not charismatic. 
Your wife has vagina stitches in her. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. They used to have these comedians come in during the news segment and you're like looking forward to it. You don't have to interview this guy. Yeah. I don't need to know everything about David Tell's yeah. fucking apartment. I don't care. Yeah. He's the funniest oh. stand up in the world. Let him sit in on the news and crack wise, as Adam Kroll would say. I don't understand how they got away from that. No. And they purposely did. Purposely yeah. stopped having comedians on during a segment when that's the only thing you should have is yeah. jokes. Nobody's actually listening to the Howard Stern show for news. I don't care about the fucking news. Yeah, and then when they do have, like, you know, they have Amy Schumer in, and they're just like, oh, let's have a serious conversation about your finances and your marriage. It's like Amy Schumer used to be on Opie and Anthony all the time before she was a famous whatever she is now. Yeah. And she was funny. Yeah. She could roll with the punches. She would tell funny stories. Howard doesn't get that out of anybody. He turns everything into this fucking ridiculous horseshit. Like, there's, there's a comedian. I, Kathy Griffin's not funny. There's a lot of people with Chelsea Handley. There's a lot of people who aren't funny. But if you're going to have a comedian on, like, let them kind of just riff. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be a whole fucking... Yeah. Uh, and then you've had, you've had him on, like you said, the same guests come on over and over again. So we've already talked to Amy Schumer about everything that's going on, how famous she is, she has movies. Okay, we get it. Yeah. Can we just let her hang out and be interesting? Yeah. Now, you're a famous comedian. Tell me about when your mom died of cancer. <laughs> uh, uh, are we seriously doing this right now? <sighs>